Welcome to the Fitbox Podcast. This is your host, Joseph Frankie. Glad you're here listening. On our podcast, we talk about two main things. First and foremost, we interview members of Fitbox so that way you can hear their stories about how they're repaying debt, how they're saving for retirement, buying homes, all this type of stuff really to give you motivation and some different ideas. That's the first thing we talk about. The second thing our podcast do is we take individual finance topics and go through them in more detail. So that way you can say, does this apply to me? And how does this apply to my plan? So if you have questions or you want to sign up for Fitbucks, you can do so in the show notes, fitbucks.com, build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. podcast if you're watching on youtube welcome there as well today's podcast is about a big event that happened recently it's i'm not gonna harp on this event be like oh my god this thing happened that's not the point why i'm going to share this to you guys today and most of you to be honest with you this event really doesn't affect you at all okay but this story highlights very important lessons that each and every single one of us can use Primarily, it highlights why financial freedom isn't necessarily a dollar amount, okay? It also highlights one of the biggest mistakes we, we see people make. They don't simulate their plan to figure out what might happen in the future. They just, yeah, they set it and they say, okay, like that looks good. It allows me to achieve my short-term goals and they forget about looking long-term. Not only that, but it also highlights why you have to track your financial plan. You can't just set it and be like, okay, well, I built my financial plan, I simulated it, and now it's everything's good, and I'm not thinking about it anymore, okay? So, let's jump right into it. However, before I do, um, if you're watching on YouTube, welcome. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe the video, hit the notification bell. If you're listening on the podcast, be sure to subscribe. It helps us grow both the YouTube channel plus our podcast, and it helps you get notified when new episodes come out. So that way you're on top of your finances and you hear different things like our weekly financial updates and all that type of stuff about student loans and mortgages and investments. Also, one last thing, if you get the chance, share this with your friends. If you're benefiting, benefiting from it, they could too. All right. So let's jump into it. What is this major, major event? First of all, I'm going to give you guys some, some background on this. Um... It has to do with this thing called the FIRE movement. If you're not familiar with what that is, it's this thing that got really, really popular. I don't even know how long ago it was. It was like probably 10 to 15 years ago now. And it's kind of just blown up. And what FIRE stands for is financial independence, retire early. Okay. And there's a bunch of stuff on it out there. Um, if you guys know what it is, you know what I'm talking about. Those of you, I'm going to give you some, some more background on it. Okay. I'm just using this as an example. I said, the guy that I'm going to be highlighting this, he goes by the name of financial samurai. That is his website. That's his moniker. It's a very popular website. It's been around for years. This guy actually has a finance background. Okay. And I'm not picking on him. I want to let you guys know that right now. Like if you're part of the FIRE movement or, you know, you guys are listening to this and you guys know who Financial Samurai is, I'm not picking on him. I actually like a lot of the stuff that he blogged about. I've been following his blog, I think, since like 2008. It's been a long time since I've known who he is. He's from the Bay Area in California. I'm from the Bay Area in California. So I'm not picking on him 
at all. In fact, I I like him. I think he's a, he's a great great person. Okay, and, and is really trying to help people. But what I don't like about this movement is not necessarily him. Okay, it's actually a few other things. And I want to point these out before I go into his situation and highlight some of the mistakes that we talked about in terms of like financial freedom, understanding what that is, all that type of stuff. I want to go through this because some of you might, you know, go down that path of researching what what fire is. And if it works for you, fantastic. I always tell that to people. If it works, great. You know, but this is why I'm not huge on this type of movement. First of all, they oftentimes say stuff like, you know, I'm not saying the guys that run fire say this. I'm saying a lot of the people that are trying to do it say this. If I get to a million dollars, I can retire. And it's like, oh, by what age? It's like, well, it doesn't matter what age. It's like, I could be 30, I could be 40, I could be 50, I could be 60. If I get to a million dollars, I'm going to retire. It's like, first of all, no, you're not. Okay. Like if you're 30 years old right now and you have a million dollars and you think you're going to retire, you're not. Okay. Like that that's what it is. And one of the first things you guys hear me say this all the time, like financial freedom, it's not a dollar amount. Okay. There, there's two pieces of financial freedom. There's the intangible part of financial freedom and there's the tangible part. So I shouldn't say financial freedom isn't a dollar amount. The tangible part of financial freedom is, okay, but it's different for everybody. It's not a million dollars. It's different for everybody. But the intangible part, the mindset, having no stress about money because you understand it, you have a plan, you can implement it. Like that stress-free part is the intangible part of financial freedom. You have to have that before you can be tangibly financially free. What do I mean by that? Well, it brings up it brings up a point about this fire movement that I don't really like. Okay. They nickel and dime everything. They don't want to spend money on shit. Like I, I literally I was in Vegas with someone that follows this religiously, like to the T. And it's 120 degrees outside. So we're walking down the strip and I duck in to like one of the convenience stores and I get like a Gatorade. And he goes in there with his wife and they're behind me and they start freaking arguing about, well, why are you getting Gatorade? It's a dollar more than, than water. And then she, it's like, okay, fine. I'll get water. Then, then the spouse turns around the same spouse that was saying it's saved a dollar. It's turning around and be like, well, why don't you just drink from the tap then? It's free. It's like, holy shit. It's like a dollar 50. Who gives a shit? Just fucking buy it. It's 120 degrees outside. Sorry. I just. Dropped an F-bomb on the podcast. I, I just, I get really pissed off when I hear about this stuff because that's not financial freedom either. I don't care if you have a million dollars. If you're nickel and diming everything and you're stressing yourself out about that, that you're in 120 degree, degree weather and you're worried about spending a dollar on water, you're not free. I'm sorry. You're not free. You're a slave to money at that point. It doesn't matter how much money you have. That's not freedom either, right? So that's another thing I don't like about this movement. Now, the other one, like I said, I, the guy that I want to give you the story about with Financial Samurai, I like the guy, but a majority, a super majority of people that I, I meet that are doing this whole fire movement, they got really shitty attitudes. And they treat this thing like they're like, uh, it's like a hardcore religion. I mean, it's like you say anything about this, like I bring this up about like nickel and diming things and the million dollar stuff. I mean, I guarantee you, if, if some of them hear this podcast and hear me say that, I will be getting messages mother effing me about how can I say that? I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, whatever. I'll give you some examples of this. Like, there was a, uh, 
you know, uh, I got introduced to somebody because they were like, hey, this is how much money you need. Here's some analysis about blah, 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 the fire movement. This is why you need a million dollars. And I said to the person, you know, very simply, I was like, well, there's, there's some financial products out there that can actually do some things that would greatly benefit you, reduce the risk of your pro, like to your financial plan, and also actually reduce the dollar amount that you need in order to retire. And he just freaking blew me up. You're a financial service guy just trying to sell products. I'm like, first of all, all these products that I just brought up in this, like to this guy, I don't make money on any of them. I just know what they are. Like, cause I used to, I used to develop them. I used to make them like, and actually design them. Like, I'm like, so I, I'm just showing you these products. I don't make money on any of these. And he's like, well, why do you think they're so great? I was like, because I just showed you the numbers and explained to you why. Like, why would you not want to do this? And I shit you not. This guy turned around and said to me, after I showed you the numbers and why, I wouldn't do this because a financial service person makes money on it. I'm like, holy shit, dude. You're so ignorant that you don't want to use a product that can benefit you because somebody might make money by having you use it? That's some of the most ignorant shit that I have ever heard of. Right? Plus this whole... So that's, one more tangent before I go into this situation. I'm sorry. And I don't mean to be picking on the fire movement, but I, I, I'm highlighting this stuff because of what they say of financial freedom, financial independence, retire early. It's That stuff's a myth, okay? This last part to prove that, you guys have heard me say this before, I don't believe in retirement. To me, when somebody says, I want to retire, it's like, you want to die? Like, what do you mean? You know, but I also, I did give you some more background on that. I don't believe in work, okay? Like, if, if you're not doing something that you don't love doing, like, then why are you doing it? Like, like what else would you be doing with your life? Like, if you're quote-unquote retired and you're financially independent, what, you're going to fucking, sorry, I swear again. What are you going to do, sit around and do jack shit all day? Like, you're going to do something that you love, let it be traveling or whatever. You, that's still work. You, should, you can still make money by traveling and doing stuff, especially nowadays with, like, influencer stuff and everything. Okay? Like, I'll give you I'll give you an example, right? Like, if you're doing something that you love, you don't want to do anything else. So let's just say you're a PT, right? Because I know a lot of PTs listen to this podcast. Would you rather waste three hours watching TikTok or helping and treating patients? If your answer is going on to TikTok, you're not in the right job, okay? Like, that's that's easy to say. You should be saying to treat patients, and you should love doing that work so much that it's not really work, because you'd be doing that because you're doing it by choice. That's what you want to do. Uh, one last example, like, you know, I, I do stuff with Fitbox, you know, 14 to 16 hours a day, just, you know, from blogs, podcasts, technology, algorithms, all that type of stuff. Um, and people are like, oh, do you ever get burnout? It's like, no. It's not work to me. Like, what, I'm helping people with their money. What, what else would I be doing? Like, I have nothing else to do. That's like the only thing that I want to do. So, like, no, I don't care about sitting on TikTok. I don't care about watching Netflix. I don't care about any of that stuff because it's not what I want to do, right? Like, so to me, this whole thing about retiring early, financial independence, all this stuff, 
that's the first thing I want you guys to take away from this and why I, I talked about the FIRE movement so much is the mistake of what financial freedom is. They think it's a dollar amount that they, they could retire. It's like, no, financial independence, financial freedom is all about the right mindset. So that way you have less stress about money. Like I said, nickel and diming, that's not stress for either. That's not financial independence. You're still a slave to money, okay? So financial samurai, let's go into the event that happened and how this highlights some of the mistakes that people make in terms of planning, uh, implementing the plan, all that type of stuff, okay? Um, he's in his 30s and he retired from his nine to five job. Like I said earlier, he's a finance guy. He has real estate income generate or real estate that generates income for him. He has a blog and a website that generate income from him. He's living in the Bay Area, which is expensive as hell. If you're not from there, it's stupid expensive. And now he's got two kids going to college, which is also very expensive. So to, you know, in the, in the article he wrote about this, one of the big things was when he built out his plan, he built it without kids so he was able to save up to three million dollars in assets and he thought he was going to be set for life but this highlights why you need to constantly check your plan because now he's got two kids and he's just realizing oh shit now that I've, i gotta put them through college and the bay area is expensive to live in i have real estate income i have blog and website income and it's still not enough. So guess what he had to do? He had to go back to work. How's retiring early working for you? It's not, right? That's the mistake that people make. One, they don't build the plan and simulate it long-term. He's a financial guy, so he, he went and sat down and tried to budget it all out and did it. But then life events happened, okay? Now, there might be some more to the story. That's all he put out publicly. But that's the, the thing I want you guys to take away from this. Some will not even build a plan. Some will build a plan and never simulate it. Some will do that stuff, but then never change it when they have life events until they get to that oh shit moment. And for him, he's lucky. Again, he's a finance guy. He caught this in his 30s and they had that oh shit moment. Most of the time, people hit their 50s and 60s and realize, oh crap i did something wrong and by that point it's too late okay now this is why i said this mistake these mistakes it has nothing to do with the fire movement i wanted to talk about the fire movement and financial samurai situation because it highlights those specific mistakes okay that is one reason why i wanted to build fitbox so bad and why i said like all i want to do is go out there and help people with their money that's why i don't care about anything else because I used to see this stuff all the time with people that were 50, 55, 60 years old. And so we built this technology and these algorithms and this AI so that way you could build your plan and simulate it, okay? Even if, if simulated and it shows like 10 years ago, everything would be okay, things change. As for so Samurai hit, you got inflation, kids come, tuition goes up higher for college than expected. Maybe you wanted to buy a house in five years. And real estate went up more than expected. Maybe you got to change your plan. Like, you can't just set your plan and, and forget it. Okay? And that's one of the biggest mistakes 
that people make. Now, the good thing is that Financial Samurai, he did some of those things and he's making that progression. Like I said, he hit that oh shit moment, but it was in his 30s. Kudos to him. Okay. However, like I said, he's a finance guy. He literally does money every day, writes about it, blogs about it, podcasts, conferences. It's his life. Most of you are not going to be in it that much. Okay. Again, if you guys want help on doing all this stuff to make it very easy, Fitbox is technology. You guys hear me talk about it all the time. Sign up for it. It shows why financial freedom, how you think about money, you know, how this all stuff plays together. The technology can help you do that. It can put the money into the three categories that we talk about. I'm not going to go through that on this podcast because that's not what I'm highlighting on this. But it makes it very easy for you to see where money goes, build a plan, all that type of stuff, okay? But to end this podcast, it's a short podcast, but it's a very powerful podcast because it highlights the mistakes that most people make. First of all, financial freedom is, is not how much money you have or how much money you don't have. It's intangible financial freedom that matters the most. It's how you think about money, okay? That can be freedom by itself, okay? It also highlighted why you can't just not build a plan, why if you do build a plan, you just don't simulate it. It also shows why you have to continuously update your plan when you have major life events happening. Thank you for joining us on this podcast. Thanks on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, join fitbooks.com. You need help, you know how to get a hold of us. We'll see you guys soon.